listen to the show before you know, each week we have a very special episode where we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. The happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes on the podcast store. Leave a five-star rating on the podcast. That is your admission price in. Then you write whatever you want in the review. And we will read it out here in the forum. Who do we have frolicking today, Dom? Well, Kath G drops by first, uh, saying that she enjoyed... Uh, hearing me reviewing Gardening Australia a little while ago on the show. This is your favourite show on the ABC. I don't get it. I think it is a little bit dull, if I'm completely honest. I've only seen excerpts. But, jeez, who needs that much information about what conditions your azaleas will grow in? Mm, well, I'm not bothered by that at all. You know mm. that I have a issue with certain flowers. <laughs> yeah. but uh, Do you? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm into the food growing. Oh, that's right. You don't like flowers at all. Well, you? food has to flower. Hmm. That's how fruit comes. Sure. So I'm into flowers. I'm just not super into ornamental flowers. Why? Flowers you can't eat. Why? Um, Beauty is good for the soul. Yeah. Hmm. Well, there's also, I mean, they're good for attracting bees. Hmm. That's why I have them in my garden. Okay. But Such a it's practical a lot of, man. It's, yes. Yeah. Utilitarian. Well, uh, if you don't have a use, get out. Yeah. Well, what is it? Like form <laughs> follows function? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is. The point is, you don't like flowers. That's what we're learning. I didn't know that about you. Well, I like the things in the yard to be useful. I do like flowers, just flowers you can eat. I have hmm. um, nasturtiums. Okay. They're a flower that you can eat. You can eat honeysuckles, can't you? Mm, I wouldn't recommend yeah. eating things that I'm not, <laughs> I haven't confirmed whether or not well, they can be eaten. Well, the reason I, I have I society asked. garlic as well. They're flowers that taste like garlic. It's actually pretty crazy. My best friend in primary school convinced me that honey came from honeysuckle flowers. Mm. And he said, yeah, just get this honeysuckle flower and eat it. And yeah, I think I have it. eaten those before without any ill effects. Yeah. Uh, it would be a kind of a type of, it's not, well, bees haven't made it. It'd be like a nectary thing, wouldn't it? Well, I remember eating one once and I think the gardeners put some pesticide on it. So <laughs> oh, I had a bit of a vomit after that one That's in primary school. <laughs> no. So always, before you eat a flower, f- f- thoroughly check mm. that it's edible through comprehensive research and that it hasn't been sprayed with any pesticide. My coffee tree's flowering at the moment, actually. Yeah, Which is okay. good because that's what it needs to do before it produces fruit. And the fruit is coffee beans, yeah? Uh, yeah. How do coffee beans grow? Is it like in a pod and you get a bunch of beans in there No, they look, they're like cherries. They actually look, from what I can understand, because mm. obviously mine hasn't produced fruit yet. I've only seen pictures. Yeah. But they call them cherries and they actually look a lot like the red cherries that you eat. Really? And you crack that open and there's beans inside. Is that right? You dry them, yeah. roast them. Mm grind them. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. but that's the fun of it. Is it going to be good coffee, do you think? Because I know you're a coffee snob. Find out. <laughs> oh, I, I, I know you are a coffee snob. But no, I feel I'm not like a coffee snob. You are a bit. A coffee snob would consider me, mm. a snobby person would say, <laughs> you're not a okay. coffee snob. You're in the coffee middle upper class. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> and... I'm in the top 1%, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I know that, that, you know, most of the great coffees, they always say, you know, well, how do you from prepare your Brazil or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, my mm. point is they're often grown in Brazil or Argentina or something exotic like that. Yeah. I'm just wondering. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm just wondering, is it going to be, you know, in your backyard? Is that going to be the same quality coffee? We'll find out, but won't it be local? That's what they yeah, always say. True. Get your coffee locally, isn't it? Well, there's yeah. nothing more local than the backyard. That's true. And I guess I'm it... a little bit afraid because I did watch this video last night. I don't think my coffee plant's in a big enough pot. We're mm. going to find out this summer. Well, how big a pot do you need for a coffee plant? It's in about a five gallon 
tub at the moment. Apparently, mm. it needs to be in a 10-gallon tub. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Are we going to get any fruit? Stay tuned. Find out in 8 to 12 weeks. Well, look, Kath has said that, that she would like to hear me do a more extensive review of Gardening Australia. And that's just not going to happen, though, because yeah, I well, just don't you, like I'm the show enough. i you, you know, poo-pooing it, because mm. you recently had some plants die at your house. Yeah. And so maybe you should be listening more intently. Oh, okay. I had one Maria plant die and that, that was sad. I think that was though, because, you know, I don't know if you've had this problem, but our hose isn't super long. And whenever I'd pull the hose out to water the ones down the far end, the hose like hit this plant. And I think it might've like snapped it when it was young. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. So, I mean. You think that's that, unlikely? It, dep- it depends how hard the, how small it was and how hard the hose hit it. What they Usually need, you know, the hose isn't going to cause too much damage. What they need is like CSI for plants. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When a plant dies, the people in suits rock up, take the sunglasses off and investigate what killed the plant. I half made a video with producer Michael earlier this year for mm. a new true crime series about a dead plant. <laughs> Did you? I just remembered about that. We should finish that. It's half done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know how everyone's obsessed with serial killers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was going to be like that. There's someone who always kills their house plants. Oh, that's good. Yeah, well, did you not get to the bottom of the mystery? Is that why you had to halt production? <laughs> Forget what happened. But it's got it's got potential. Maybe <laughs> stay tuned in 2020. That one could come out. <laughs> I get made. You know, maybe people are still interested in true crime in 2020. <laughs> I think that that wave's got a couple more years left. Yeah, you reckon? reckon? Yeah, that you'll be fine there. Uh, next up, let's welcome in Riley Lane into the uh, Collective Down Forum. Riley Lane just says, Hi, guys. I was wondering what your all-time favorite segments on the show are, warehouse included. We've mentioned the segment warehouse. Uh, oh, how fitting. Riley goes on to say, Mine are Freedom, What's Got Your Goat, Seems Legit, Dom's Google History, What's the Story, and Minion Me Monday. Well, what a trip down memory lane. Half yeah. of those I had forgotten about. So thank you for bringing those to our attention. Seems sure. legit. I was thinking about that the other day, actually. Yeah, that was good fun. That we should bring that back. It was about all these rip-off products that mm. are in the world, and you had to guess what they were ripping off. Yeah, that was good fun. Mm. But I think you ran out of categories. You, yeah, you well, we did probably while. a good couple of months of it, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we couldn't find any more rip-offs. Yeah, that's true. Well, I, what's what would you say your favorite of all time segment on this show is, though? What do you miss? What do I miss? Yeah. The Rio Lost and Found. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a niche joke for anyone who heard the first of our Rio breakfast shows in 2016 around the Rio Olympics. We did once. We did once. once only. Yeah, essentially, the idea of the segment. So this is very early on in us doing radio together as the two of us. We did a week of specials for the 2016 Rio Olympics. And we did a segment. at the. We were going to do it at the end of every show of that week. Only weeks. made one. Yeah, yeah, the idea was going to be at the end of the night, we go through the Rio lost and found, and there'd be some, you know, some, oh, look, we found this thing linked to Usain Bolt. And it would be a joke about what had happened in the news that day. Uh, it was hard to come up with the jokes. <laughs> well, that's what we found. It was really, that was a real challenge. So writing we couldn't jokes. even fill one segment with it. No, I think we got two or three jokes, and yeah. I do say jokes really mm. heavily, uh, into it. Uh, two or three things we'd found in the box. And then you sort of said, Are there, is there anything else in there? And I realized we were panicking and I started freaking out. You did. The other, music was playing underneath too, which other, is never fun. My uh, favorite segment, which I feel like was um, unfairly criticized by our boss at the time, yeah. was low battery. Limbo. Oh, yes. 
Now, it wasn't low battery limbo fun. Our boss wouldn't let us do it more than like three times ever. Well, because he said it worked too well the first time. Yeah. It was a victim of its own success. Yeah. He goes, well, you can't beat it after the first one. Do you reckon I still have the the? You have a look in the system in low battery limbo. It was trying to find the lowest battery in the country for your phone, seeing as we were late at night, everyone probably had a low phone. And the fun of it was, if you're on one or 2%, will you drop off? Yeah. Will, will, will we hear someone's battery die live on the radio? I, I think about 18 months ago, we moved across to a new audio system, and I don't think Low Battery Limbo made the run with us. What a shame. Unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd I love to play it for you. I wanted to play that this week. Oh, did you? Well, look, I can track it down. I, I, I'm sure I've got it in a folder saved somewhere. Mm. You know what I loved? I loved the shout-out courtroom. Didn't you? The shout-out courtroom. You loved putting fun. the wig on every week. <laughs> I really got into character the, the shout-out courtroom. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't just the shout out courtroom for me. You know, I also loved, uh, yeah, you know what you loved. Well, are you going to say, guess your address? No. What were you going to say? Whispers in the wind. Oh, whispers <laughs> in the wind. Now there was a segment. Get a segment where there's a, a sound effect about opening a window. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, whispers in the wind mm. was rumors that we were putting out into the world that, you know how the Simpsons predicts things coming yeah. true. We mm. wanted to do that. So we were putting rumors out into the world and hopefully they would come true one day. Yeah. Now. Dom's job was to organize <laughs> the sound effects for that. I loved it. I got he so took many. Four hours one yeah. afternoon. And I thought, wow, Dom's taking this seriously. He must have got so much work done. Well, tell me about all the stuff you did for the show this afternoon, Dom. Mm. And he's like, well, I've got all the production for Whispers in the Wind. And I said, that shouldn't have taken four hours. <laughs> he pulled up this soundboard yeah. of about 48 different sounds of a window opening <laughs> and about 48 different winds. Yeah, well, I wanted it to be different conditions out there. He's like, we the could wind. have a desert wind. We could have an Arctic wind. Stormy wind. We could have a stormy wind. Well, we I, could have a beachy sea breeze. Yeah, I loved the idea of us opening the studio window and, uh, you know, letting something go into the wind. Mm. Now, if we had prepared more yeah. of the whisper side of it, yeah. <laughs> the things that we were releasing, the actual content of the well, break, maybe true. it wouldn't have got axed so quick. Maybe that could have had more than six goes. I think that's all that one yeah. got. Um, um, it was hard to communicate to you that what we needed to put our time into yeah. was coming up with the things we were actually going to say, not how many different types <laughs> of window sound effects we can have. Well, that's fair. But uh, look, as a treat, Zach, look what I've just discovered. Oh, Low battery limbo! Oh, nice to take hear. you back. Nice to hear Dylan's voice. Yeah, that that's well. right. I, I thought you might be finding, we might be able to check out how windy it is do outside you want, the studio I still have whispers <laughs> in the wind. Do you know? There no, is... I just want to see. I don't want to play whispers in the wind. I want to see how, <laughs> yep. what the conditions are like outside sure. the window. I still have this page set up in the sound effects uh, folder. You just walk over to the window, Diamond, yeah. and see if you can open it over there. Uh, let's see if I can get that window open. Oh, um, so good. <laughs> is it windy out there? Uh, let's see. Ooh, we're up so high, looking down. <laughs> oh, hang on, it's getting a bit heavier. Oh! <laughs> Is there a dry wind? <laughs> that was the most work Dom has ever put into anything. It really is. Finding these sound effects. What, do you want to hear a fierce wind? Is that what it's called, fierce wind? Yeah, I gave them all names. This is Coastal Breeze. <laughs> it's the small things, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And I like to think that people that listen to the podcast really appreciated all the different wind sound effects. I like to think that when they did, when we did Whispers in the Wind six times, everyone thought, geez, they didn't use this wind sound effect last week. No. That's a nice one. I like that. Different conditions. Um, but look, that's Whispers in the Wind, that's one I'd like to bring back. Yeah. Except I just really, I just want to play the, whis- the wind sound effects. Maybe it can be wind sound effect of the week. <laughs> 
where you play it to me and I have to guess what condition it is. <laughs> that sounds like a hot summer's day between two mountains. Oh, got it. It's like secret wind sound. I like it. That um, sounds like it's the updraft out of the sewer in a cityscape. <laughs> Yes. Got it. Uh, next up in the forum, Zach, we have Maddie Powell, 101, uh, getting in touch about handball injuries. Uh, Maddie Powell just says, my girlfriend broke a finger playing handball. My best friend was concussed playing it. There was a head knock involved. And I knocked myself out and dislocated my collarbone when I tripped over and fell down a hill trying to catch one. It's a highly dangerous sport, handball. They don't tell you that, do they? That's right. Yeah, there's no, they don't tell you when you sign up for handball in, in you know grade five or grade six. Watch out. Well, often it's played on cement. And that's a dangerous thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, you can't play it on grass. Yeah, the ball true. won't bounce well. And so when you're getting your knees down, you're getting your fingers down, Yeah, you should wear protective gear. They, you definitely should. You should be dressed like the Michelin man when you're playing yep. handball. I mean, I'm thinking like an NFL footballer. Yeah, that's good. Helmet, shoulder pads. Is it going to make it harder, though, to be nimble? Because you've got to be nimble in a game of handball. It is going to make it harder, but safety first. That's true. No, Can't be too that. careful. Uh, next up, we have Really Epic Joel dropping by. Interestingly, with a, a review entitled Segment Warehouse as well. So there's a bit of segment nostalgia here. Uh, Joel just says, hey, boys, loving the show. I was just wondering what's going on with the Segment Warehouse. In the recent segment you've done called Friday Free For All, there are a few callers who give shout-outs to their friends. Mm. This directly contradicts the laws of the shout-out courtroom, in brackets, an old segment that may be in the segment warehouse. Is the court no longer issuing cases? I'm just wondering. Well, the court's jurisdiction mm. only applies when the segment is yes. in rotation. And so let's just take you back into that segment. <laughs> no, no, we're not just explaining old segments. I've already felt like we've done enough. <laughs> While we were doing it, I thought, yeah. okay, that's enough of talking about old segments. Mm. And now you want to go into the well, rules of the shout-out courtroom. <laughs> really epic Joel brought it up. I mean... <laughs> It's, we were only allowed to give one shout out a week, and yes, we did give numerous some. Unfortunately, the lock to the segment warehouse mm. is rusted shut. Yeah, Zach, and we don't know what to do. <laughs> Zach's not letting me in there anymore into the segment warehouse because I used to love to pop in and just bring one out every now and that then. That actually happened with a gate at my house. Yeah, the deadlock is rusted shut. Seriously, so the back gate doesn't open. Oh, that's not it's ideal. Just rusted on. What can you do about that? I guess you have to break the lock. Lock cutters. Yeah, yeah. or I get a hacksaw. I guess. Jeez. Hack through it. That's not fun. Uh, so the gate has become a fence. Wow. And, <laughs> and it's grown up. <laughs> and we are proud of it. And we're yeah. proud of the fence that it's becoming. Uh, next up in the forum, we have Chevsky 537 with a review entitled Costa, which might get your attention here, Zach. It certainly does. Chevsky says, this is obviously Costa, the host of Gardening Australia. Chevsky says, hey, boys, the other day I met Costa. What? At a sustainability conference. And I only knew who he was because of Zach. He's even better in person. So what's happened oh, there? You live in my dream. Yeah. He, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm interested that you went, you were going to a sustainability conference mm. and you were just finding out about Costa there. What do you mean? Well, because you obviously, uh, I would have thought that his Venn diagrams might've crossed oh, over sure, earlier. Sure, sure. Sorry, I'm with you. You know, now. you're interested yeah. in sustainability. You might've heard of Costa because he's big in the sustainability world. Is that one of his big uh, passions? Yeah, I suppose it would be. That'd make yeah, sense. He's a gardener. That's yeah, what yeah. lots of gardeners are into. Well, sure. there's a few different types of categories, but my line of my genre of gardening, that's my interest. That's why I like growing food, Dom. See, do you see how this okay. is coming together? I got a question for you. If you met Costa, let's say Costa walked in the room right now. What would you Yeah, what would you say? What would you even say to begin with? What's your favorite plant? Oh, sorry, Costa. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a little nervous. I shout questions when I'm nervous. <laughs> Would you, do you, I honestly think you'd feel starstruck? Um, if Costa was here right now sitting next to you. Let me have a think. And if Costa said, I love your rain gauge check account. Oh, well, <laughs> now we're going into my dreams, aren't we? <laughs> if he was like, you're actually doing a great service to the community. Also, I find it very entertaining. Mm. Well, I'll just hang up the headphones. That's what, what you else need. is there to achieve? Hang them up and walk away. You know, when there's sports people and they win a premiership. They represent the country. They win yep. a gold medal. Yeah. They go, why would I keep doing it? I've achieved everything. Mm. What, why would I keep doing the radio show if Costa said, yeah. you've done a good job gardening? Yeah. That's, that's you, the ultimate, that's the ultimate um, accolade oh, that you can get. Have you ever thought of growing a Costa-like beard? I wish. I, I probably couldn't. Well, no, not probably. I definitely couldn't do that. That's quite an effort. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine it would be. I mean, but you, you can get some stubble going. You've got a bit of stubble, stubble going at the moment. There's a big difference between that and a one-foot-long beard. What do you reckon you look like with a proper beard? How do you reckon it would, you reckon it would suit you? Just think about it now. I've never thought about it before. I reckon you'd look a little bit like Chuck Norris. Okay. Yeah. yeah he is thing? 40 years older than me. <laughs> well, no, but I just mean in terms of your facial structure is a bit similar. <laughs> right. And I, looking at your stubble at the moment, I reckon that's how the beard and facial hair would grow together. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. Or Ron Howard, the director. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. A little bit of that in there. Anyway, I mean, up to you if you want to do that. I suppose it's... Uh, What's his name from Happy Days? Ron Howard. Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know. I've never seen that show. Chachi or something? <laughs> Potentially. Ron Howard, uh, Happy Days. You Google that. Uh, and while you're doing that, we'll welcome in Aderna 101 into the Collective Noun Forum uh, with a title uh, called, I Hope I Make Amends. Aderna- Richie. Richie. Okay. I think <laughs> there is like a chachi or something. <laughs> sure. Aderna says, I feel like I need to apologize to Dom because this is Aderna, by the way, who a few weeks ago wondered where producer Michael had gone on the podcast and suggested that I might have consumed producer Michael. Aderna um, says- wait, hang on. <laughs> Do you remember this? Aderna said, has Dom eaten Michael? Do you remember that? Wow. Well, hang on. Are you talking about happy days? Uh, <laughs> there is a chachi. There we go. I'll keep let you keep reading that while I read out Adana's review. Adana says, I feel like I need to apologize to Dom for suggesting that he consumed Michael. With how many breakdowns of food services I was hearing on the forum, I assumed that the island must have temporarily gone Lord of the Flies. I hope that sending through the information about Aldi doing the Lamax Village sale made up for it. I love the reference to Lord of the Fri- uh, Flies, yeah. or Lord of the Fries. <laughs> yeah. a, a great mm. takeaway place in, I think, Sydney and Melbourne. Yeah, it's around Maybe on the Gold Coast as well. There might be a few of them. Um, I don't think they resorted to cannibalism. No, they just killed one of them, didn't they? They kill Piggy, don't they? Uh, do they? I don't think they eat him, but I do think they kill him. It's pretty dark. I think, maybe why, why, I think th- one of the kids might... Die. I don't know if they're murdered though, are they? Well, I'll Google it. See, that's why it was a bit weird to name a fast food chain after it because it's a bit of a heavy book. Did you read it? And especially because Lord of the Fries is a vegan place. Yeah, sure, sure. So it's about not killing beings. Um, Here we go. Uh, Yeah, Piggy gets killed. By one of the other kids? I think so, yeah. That's what it's saying. Ah, Piggy is struck by the boulder and the conch shell he's holding gets shattered. So Piggy falls off the mountain into his But is it an accident? Or is it thrown? I, by the look of it, it might be an accident. Right. Um, but Still I'm, pretty I'm not dark. Certain. Might be one or two other deaths in that too. It is a dark book, Lord of the Flies. Hmm. Good read though. I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. That was one of the most enjoyable high school reads. Isn't I had, it I like an allegory about anarchism? 
Is it? Is it? All that, so. all of that stuff goes over my head, to be honest. Okay. When we'd like read dystopian <laughs> stuff at school, they'd be like, and that's a common way society could go. And I was like, was it? I was just enjoying the spaceships. <laughs> um, anyway, next up in the forum, Possum Chaser pops by saying, hey guys, I was listening to your podcast and came to the segment about what were you known for at school and schools having a muck up day. Well, on my last day uh, of school, the boys in my year put cereal in every sink in the school and they also put up the school buses and the chapel on Gumtree as a bachelor pad, which is some innovative 21st century So the cereal day. in all the... In the sinks. In the sinks. Like this, the bubbler troughs? Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm thinking is going on there. Right. And so you come in and you're like, it's cornflakes here. Yeah. What am I meant to do? It's an affordable prank. Yes. You know what I mean? That's pretty well, affordable. cornflakes are pretty cheap, yeah. Yeah. And I'd... would people be eating them or is it just a visual gag? I imagine it's a visual gag. I would think, is it because they're soggy and hard to remove when they're soggy? Maybe. I think it's just a funny thing to see yeah. in a sink. Certainly putting the school chapel on Gumtree as a bachelor pad. There's a bit of fun in that. Yeah. I, I don't mind that. That's harmless fun. I think people at my school put the principal's car oh, in really? the paper. This is back in the days before car sales. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And they put the principal's car for sale in the newspaper. Any interest? Uh, yeah, they got a good price actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, next up in the forum, we have Tom, you later, uh, popping by, uh, just says, I've been listening to you guys for the last three years, every night. I would recommend listening to them. These guys crack me up. Dom is funny, but not as funny as Zach. <laughs> you know, I still got a Dom is funny in there. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Good, like I, sometimes you can look at what you don't have in this world, but I'll look at what I do have. Are you still reading about happy days? No, I'm trying to look up what Lord <laughs> of the Flies is about. I can't find anything. There's no like okay. distinct answer about what it's an allegory for yeah, okay. in my quick Google search. And I kind of forget, I know it's something to do with authority and something to do with structures of societies. Mm, sure. Sorry, I was just getting a bit distracted. Yeah, I mean, if, I feel like I'm in an English classroom at the moment. Mm. Gosh, when's my assignment due, sir? Uh, end of the week. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. And you can't watch the movie, you have to read the book. You didn't read the books then, No, did you? I watched all the movies. It started to become a pride point that mm. I wouldn't watch any of the movies. That you wouldn't read the books, you mean? I wouldn't read the books, yeah. yeah. And then actually it got to a worse part, because at uni, mm. I was studying film, and yeah. then I stopped watching the movies. <laughs> I wanted to see if I could pass by not watching the movies. Why? Well, because this yeah. was like almost 10 years ago now too. And some of the movies were harder to get. I get that. But why were you not interested in learning? Well, I did learn. I know, but it's just interesting to me that you didn't want to consume the source material. Oh, don't you give me this. <laughs> you've tried to, you've tried to squeeze every extra credit that you can get out of this radio station. Towards, towards no. a media degree. That's so, not uh, well, true. Oh, were you not, were you not interested in learning it? <laughs> to be up. honest, mate, from the feedback that your radio teacher was giving you, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should listen to some of those lectures. <laughs> okay, that's because Dom one. jumped on the desk. Yeah. This is this year mm. in a university uh, tutorial about radio. Yeah. He, wa he didn't know which button to press. Mm. The tutor, not knowing that he was employed full-time as a radio announcer, <laughs> said, don't worry, it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, not my father's moment. Not my father's moment. But hey, I mean, I got it by the end of semester. That's, got the knack that's of it. what matters. Uh, next up in the forum, we have Choosing Words popping by with a review entitled From the American South. They have said, I'm stuck in Arkansas for the moment. I've been here for about a year and a half, and the Collective Noun podcast makes the week more bearable, which is... Um, yeah. uh, stuck for work, maybe, do you think? Well, I, it's hard to tell from that review. It sort of sounds like they might be like, 
the door locked on them or something. Do you know what I mean? And they just and they, have yeah. a phone, a charger, mm. and headphones, and internet, obviously. And hopefully, for a year and a half, you would hope a supply of food, food. and a toilet. Mm. Just the basics. Do That's you know what I mean? Lord of the Flies too. I think. <laughs> I think it might be. Being stuck in Arkansas is an interesting... It well, sounds like an old anything. country and western Yeah, song. it does. Stuck in Arkansas. But we don't know anything about that place, though. No, no. So I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. Comments. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Okay. I know it's not Arkansas, as it is spelt. Arkansas. Um, Let's see his top facts. Uh, State in the southern region of the uh, United States with mm. over 3 million people. Oh, good for Arkansas. Tell me what you can learn about it, Zach. It borders the Mississippi River, mm. and it's known for its abundant park and wilderness areas. Oh, lovely. It's got mountains, caves, rivers, and hot springs. Beautiful. Sounds nice. Hiking trails, limestone caves. I wouldn't mind being stuck in Arkansas, by the sounds of it. Its capital, Little Rock, hmm. hosts the Clinton Presidential Center. Is that where Bill Clinton's from? I have no idea, Don. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. You tune into the Collecting Down podcast and you don't expect to get some Arkansas facts. Do you know what I find interesting about America versus Australia? Yeah. America is so much bigger. The population is huge sure. compared to ours. What is it? 320 million or something? something like that, and we're yeah. like 25 million. Yep. So remarkably bigger. However, mm. it's such a big country and so has so many towns. It's a lot more spread out. Yeah. Okay. So Arkansas, the whole state only has 3 million people. Whereas in Australia, mm. even though we only have 25 million, we're so much more condensed. Yes. So our cities, Sydney and Melbourne, what do they have? Like four and a half million each like around that. of that. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane has what, like close to 3 million. Yep. And so we only have a couple of cities, basically. It's well, all also in there, Perth, yeah. Adelaide. Uh, Sydney's 5.2 million, Hobart. by the way, but yeah. Cairns. Yep. Just trying to give a good <laughs> shout out to some people who might be listening. No, but you're right. We've got a few major metropolitan Adelaide. areas. Yeah. You've said Adelaide. Good. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I was surprised to learn Brisbane, for example, would yeah. be in the top 10 most populated cities if it was in America. But yeah, in yeah. Australia, we would consider Brisbane... Not being a big city. Like Brisbane would have more than Chicago, I think. I think so. I think that might be right. You know, it's funny how the world works like that, isn't it? Don't you think that's interesting? I think it's Bigger really interesting. Bigger overall, yeah. smaller when broken down into individual well, cities, obviously that. taking New York and mm. LA out of it. And probably like a few in Texas, because there'd be a few big ones in Texas, I reckon. Nashville. Dallas, Nashville. There'd be a few biggies in Texas, for Nashville, sure. Tennessee. Is that in, is Nashville in Texas? No. You said Tennessee. I don't know. I feel like those go together in my mind. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. I always Apologies find it Oh, we mm. got in contact the other day. Speaking of America, remember on the show how we were talking about, in Minion memes, we are talking about 45, Mr. 45. Yes. Someone yeah. referred to someone in a comment section as 45, and I yep. thought they were saying Mr. 45 is in my partner. Like people say Miss 3 and Mr. 4, yeah, sure, referring sure. to their kids because they don't want to use their names online. Yeah. Someone got in contact from Canada mm. and said, no, they're referring to the president. The forty-fifth president, oh, really? as in Trump. Oh right, yeah. So what and was so the like, comment? Forty-five. Oh, it was a minion meme about you know someone's a bit cranky today or something like that. Right. And someone said like, oh, I think this could apply to forty-five. Oh, interesting. And we thought it was Mister Forty-five, like their partner. But right. no, they were saying no, no, no. That's what they call that's Trump, the president. And so I understood that they were like the 45th president, but I mm. didn't know they went by 45 no, or, I. you know, 41. We or don't do that 39. in Australia, do we? No. What are we up to? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. What, what is SCOMO? And it's, it'd be confusing in Australia too, because they come and go. Yeah. <laughs> you just, what are they up to again today? Yeah. yeah today. Let's play a bit of a game. What number prime minister do you reckon Scott Morrison is? I reckon he might be like 26. Yeah, I was thinking in the 20s. 21. 
21. Let's have a look. Um, how many prime ministers has Australia had? Let's have a look. Do you want to give me some thinking dun, as we do this? Dun, 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 dun. Bum, Apparently, bum, 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 we are looking bum, at 30. Bum, 30. 30 prime ministers. So Skymo's 30, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's how I refer to them from now on in the comment section. <laughs> so when someone says, you know, who's the current but what prime I'm minister? saying 30. is, do you understand what I'm saying is, is like, is Kevin Rudd counted twice? Uh, no, Kevin Rudd is 26 and then 26B. Oh, <laughs> that's how they count them on Wikipedia at least. But yeah, John Howard was 25 and we're already up to 30. And <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that show what the so, past the yeah, world's so been like, like in Australia? Yeah, so John Howard was prime minister <laughs> for like 10 years or whatever. Yes. And then in the next 10 years, <laughs> we've had 48. <laughs> he was actually only the third prime minister. <laughs> uh, that is what we've got time for in the Collecting Down Forum. This week, uh, please do drop by if you want to. All you have to do is search for Collecting Down on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Then write whatever you want in the review. And we'll read it out on the show.